Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds in the studio. It's Tuesday, and we're talking about whether or not Ned's turned on his AC yet. <laughs> no, no AC. He has not turned on his AC. Ned Reynolds, ladies and gentlemen, is as old school as it gets. I cannot believe you haven't turned your AC on yet. OLD, male of the species. I love the warm weather. He's like a chameleon. Just Modern loves it. So Friday is just going to be the best day of the year for you. 94 is the high. If it gets up to 100, that'll be fine. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you guys know during the wintertime how I stay warm. I just, Ned radiates the heat, and I just uh, I bathe in it. Um, now that we're done talking about AC, uh, <laughs> the Chiefs uh, begin their three-day mini camp. So they have OTAs, which is kind of like no practice. Let's kind of do plays. It's kind of the choreography, if you will, of how the team works. Now, mini camp, they can actually touch a little bit no not really no not this year uh, they've kind of done away with that too but it is full team everybody has to be there's more of a getting acquainted than anything else although they will run it's three days this is three-day mini camp and it is mandatory you don't show up you're paying for it buddy and i think it's fifteen thousand dollars a day or something like that but uh, whatever the case is they'll the contact on the field they'll line up in their positions where they are but as far as contact is concerned no in some cases they will have pads but they're not going to go through any kind of full contact drills or anything like that uh the mini camp is again more for going through procedures some of the classes that they held or hold i should say will be virtual it's 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 still different but it is still mandatory. You better be there. Aaron Rodgers was not with the Green Bay Packers last week when they had theirs and the fine for it, but we'll see how it all works out. I'd be interested to see if Le'Veon Bell shows up, but I don't think he will. Yeah, that's not <laughs> happening. Um, uh, I will say this. Um, uh, do you have you heard anything more about Kyle Long? Is he is he Kyle bet- Long? Kyle Long is out for a while. Hopefully, they'll get him back by the start of the season. Here's a guy. We talked about this when they signed him. He's had. Tremendous injury problems. Seven years of injury problems. In fact, in seven seasons, he has not made it through a full season yet. And he is injured here. He hurt his knee in a non-contact drill during the OTAs. And so he's out. So they've had to sign a new player. A guy named Wyatt Miller. He's in on the team. Central Florida guy. I don't know too much about him. He's been in the NFL, but he'll be there for depth if nothing else. Um, it was interesting to hear from uh, Willie Gay because uh, obviously he got injured uh, in kind of a practice situation going into the Super Bowl last year. Didn't get to play in his first year in the league. Go to the Super Bowl, doesn't get to play. It's unfortunate. But he talked in the press conference, and it really made me kind of think and, and feel for these guys that started their year last year where he's basically saying, look, we didn't even see the playbook until training camp. Mm-hmm. And now you're here in June, and they've already seen the playbook. They've already done OTAs, and and they're a little bit more ahead of the game. So hopefully that'll definitely give the Chiefs a little bit more edge going into the season. And that is my only concern. Whatever happens up north with the uh, Packers and Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> that's their business. Cardinals are hinting at a possible shakeup. And honestly, it couldn't come at a sooner time, in my opinion. Well, we'll see. We'll see if it happens. The, the hints and the actual doing of it remain to be seen. But um, the president of the, I love this too, Mike, because it's altogether different from the normal procedure. The president of baseball operations is John Mosellock. He is the former general manager. He's not the GM now, yet he is still doing most of the talking. In fact, not doing most of it. He's doing all of it. Yeah. 
Now, wait a minute. You were the GM. You gave up the GM position to be the director of baseball operations, and you're still doing all the talking for the team to the media? What about the current GM? Guy named, does anybody even know who he is? His name is Mike Gersh. He says nothing. He kind of stands off in the sidelines. Anyway, that's beside the point. Moselak has talked about the fact that they may make some deals. When, when they start hitting at such a thing, you know something's going to happen. But how big it will be and who the other teams are dealing with are, that remains a mystery. We'll see. The deadline for trading is not until July 31st. So they still have over a month to get something done. Do they need to get something done? Well, I think they do. Yeah. We'll see what happens. <laughs> I think you probably saw a lot more hands go up for that 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 question than you did of who name the current GM of the uh, St. Louis Cardinals. Everyone's going to say Mo still probably. I will bet you nobody knows who. <laughs> yeah, I bet you bet. I'm right there. I guarantee you half people will say Mo because that's that's the way it looks. He just different titles. Um, so speaking of which, uh, we are getting closer and closer to the Olympics, which just blows my mind. No one's really talking about it, but we're getting very, very close. And of course, the USA has a basketball team. Is that correct? They do indeed. And now they they haven't formulated the team. They've invited the players, 57 of them, to go to the uh, workouts in Las Vegas, which are coming up here in a couple weeks. They'll have the first ones. And then as a matter of fact, both the men and the women are training in Las Vegas. Then they'll have a series of exhibition games because strangely enough, a number of the other foreign teams are also training in Las Vegas, like Argentina and like Spain and some of the good ones. And the USA will be playing them in exhibitions and then probably playing them during the Olympics themselves. The, uh, the men's coach is Greg Popovich of the San Antonio Spurs. He has a wealth of talent to choose from, assuming they all want to play. LeBron has already said he's not playing. He's already been uh, twice or three times before, so he's not going to play. Kevin Durant hasn't said so yet. Uh, uh, Steph Curry says that he might play. That'd be it, interesting. It, it'll be a good team, but I'll be interested to see how many uh, bow out. And the coach of the women's team is Dawn Staley, the outstanding head coach at South Carolina. So this uh, will put together some pretty good teams. I mean, as a player, you want that gold medal. You know what I mean? And if your team's not in the big dance in the NBA, why not? How many times How many times do you have the opportunity Absolutely. to win an Olympic gold medal? That's a very short window of opportunity, and, and that's also going for a very short amount of people who are at the top of their game. So good luck to them if they can pull this off. It'd be great to see uh, this year's version of the Dream Team. So we talked about Mo possibly shaking things up for the St. Louis Cardinals. They need all the help they can get, especially on the pitching side of things. But you talked yesterday about how the Cardinals absolutely need to beat the Miami Marlins. And it's a little bit of a close game last night, but they still got the W. Yeah, not just last night, nor tonight, nor tomorrow night. They need to win every single game, this three-game series. And then, uh, of course, they won't play them again. They've already played them once. But the Rockies and the Pirates and the Diamondbacks, when they all come in, and the Detroit Tigers, the Cardinals play them as well. These are teams that need to be whipped because they're not very good, and this is where you're going to pad your schedule. Cardinals did win last night, got two runs in the eighth inning on a double by Tyler O'Neill, and the Cardinals win 4-2. Miami team is very young. They're not very talented at the moment. They're not together, and the Cardinals, hey, they need to beat this ball club. So they did last night. They'll play again tonight. Adam Wainwright got the uh, got the win. Who's not as great as he has been in the past, but still gets the win nonetheless. And the Cardinals do get a win and pick up a game. They're now only five games out of first since both the Cubs and the Brewers lost. 
And this is the way it's going to be now for the rest of the season. But a win's win, and the Cardinals got it. And uh, you could really say the same thing for the Royals right now. They need to be getting some wins against the Tigers because the Tigers aren't great at all. But didn't go that way for them last night. 10-3, to Detroit Tigers win it. And the amazing thing about this game is that the Royals had 14 hits. Three runs and 14 hits. Now you take a look at that and say, 14 hits? What happened to the base runners? How many did they leave stranded? And your supposition would be correct because they left 13 runners on base. You can't have that. No. That's not hitting in the clutch, and Kansas City did not do that. And you're right, Mike. The Royals do not need to be losing to a team like the Tigers. Detroit is not very good. They need to be beaten, and Kansas City did not do it. The Royals are five games under 500 now. They're capable of playing better, and I really do think they will begin to come on. Um, yeah, it, it, they out-hit the Tigers oh, yeah. and still lost. But uh, put, putting them on base and getting them home are two different things. We all know that. So uh, we had two games in the NBA playoffs. Did uh, any security uh, guards jump on the uh, court this time? <laughs> Not this time, no. Nothing along those lines. But we do have two series that are now tied at two games apiece. The Atlanta Hawks came from behind, nipped the Philadelphia 76ers at the buzzer, uh, 103-100. to That series is tied at two games apiece. The Utah Jazz and the Los Angeles Clippers playing in L.A. That series is now tied at two games apiece. These are best of seven, so they've got a while to go. Some of the others, well, the teams are sitting back and waiting to see just what happens. More competition coming up tonight, but it is, I'll tell you, Mike, watching these NBA games. And basketball's a whole lot different from what it used to be. That non-contact sport, that's laughable. This is a football game out there in many respects. And that is what makes it a little bit more interesting because it becomes more subjective in what is and what isn't a foul. And that is an issue. I'm not sure there are any fouls. I mean, well, yeah, and but then sometimes they get called and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> that, two seconds ago, that guy just put him down on the ground and now, okay, it is what it is. It's, I guess that's the way it's always going to be when it comes to uh, contact sports, even though basketball really shouldn't be played like football. But, hey, when you got guys that are seven feet tall going at you like that, someone's going to get hurt. Usually that'll happen. Usually yeah. that's the way it goes. <laughs> Ned, you have a great day, and turn that AC on, no, sir. Oh, no, no.